It's time for Roadworthy Drive, America's premier mobility news and technology talk show. If it moves people underground or on the ground or even in the air, it's a sure thing it'll be talked about right here. And now, here's the electric pair with energy storage issues, Ken and Sasha. Real facts, real opinions, real talk. Happy New Year! Yay! We're Ken and Sasha, and you are tuned to Roadworthy Drive, America's premier mobility news and technology talk show. We're so glad you could join us. As we motor into 2019, there's so much to talk about. <laughs> so much. We kick <laughs> off this first show of the new year with news tidbits from, from the parts bin. From the parts bin. Dull. This hour, the theme is something called the Autonomous Vehicles Readiness Index Report. And how do you think the United States stands up as a country with respect to new technology? <laughs> yeah, be nice, Sasha. It's 2019. Be nice. We will explore that in detail. Is the U.S. actually aware that there's autonomous vehicles? Yes, dear. Are you sure? Yes. I just didn't know that This hour, we're going to talk about it. Now, for those of you who may be new to the program and want to ask a question, share an idea or leave a comment. Or talk to me. You can call or text the Roadworthy <laughs> Drive line, that number, 872-222-9793. If you prefer the communication of the written persuasion, you can reach out to me and the show via Ken at roadworthydrive.net. I think that's self-explanatory that that goes just to you. Yeah, but you know what? I share. Do you? I do. I just don't think that you I share, do. Sasha. <laughs> it's a concept you should become familiar with. No. It's mine. Mm -hmm. In any case, folks, we'd love to hear from you. Yes. Now, before we continue, please welcome that bright <laughs> ray of sunshine, that bright and witty Miss Sasha Little. Hey, you. Hey, you. Ha Happy New Year. Um. Yes, we'll we'll go ahead with that. Uh, the New Year started with once again. Mm -hmm. I, I noticed that there was no uh, call for snow at all. Uh huh. But this is a good thing for you. And yet, outside mm -hmm. on my vehicle, mm -hmm. there seems to be white stuff covering the maroon coloring. Okay. Yes. J just so you know. Yes, sir. It, it's it's not anthrax. <laughs> it's not ricin or right. any of that nasty stuff. Uh huh. It's not some illegal substance. Uh, no, be, because it, the state has not outlawed, <laughs> yeah. outlawed snow yet. They really should. Yeah. I mean, can someone please look at my petition? Yeah, no. I no. think that I have enough, you know, online completely credible signatures. <laughs> I'm so scared of that. I'm not even going to touch it. Yes. But folks, I have one more thing to share before we get into the show this hour. Now, this starts our third year as Roadworthy Drive. Gosh, has it been that long? It has. Three and, years. And Sasha and I want to thank of all of the early affiliates that gave us a shot and, importantly, are still with us. And special thanks goes out to that station. You know who you are, the Big Talker, KMAJ AM 1440 in, in beautiful Topeka, Topeka Kansas. Kansas. They were our first to sign up, and they're still with us. Yep. To program director Justin McLucky and crew, a big thank you. Sasha and I appreciate your continued support. So there. Yeah, and it was really nice. I actually had to talk to Justin just a couple of weeks ago, and mm -hmm. he was just like, we love your show, guys. You guys are amazing. And we're and like, and we love you. That's right. They, <laughs> they, they are the reason we were able to get started uh, three years ago this month. Yeah, three so, years ago. Three years ago. So thank you. 
folks in Topeka, you guys are awesome, and we are grateful. And stay warm. Amen. Yeah. Stay, and stay dry. Oh, yeah. Did they get hit by that blizzard? Yes, they did. Yeah. It ain't cute. No. No. So tell us what is cute. Okay, Sasha. Yes, sir. You have been yes. all about two things. Mm. One. Strawberries. Um, uh, one. <laughs> uh, electric vehicles. Yes, I am. And two, the ability to... I don't want to call it lease, but maybe subscription programs. Yes. You know, like your favorite? Uh, yes. Canvas. As in Canvas. Yes. The future of mobility so, brought to you by Ford. <laughs> she doesn't get paid for that, folks. She should, <laughs> but really she doesn't. Should. You really should. Um, <sighs> canvas. <laughs> anyway. Go ahead, sir. What Is this if, about Canvas? No. Oh. But what if, because you're all in love with the Tesla... I am in What love. if you were thinking about maybe renting a Model S, leasing a Model S, or okay. even buying one? Okay. Um, but you're not sure if you want to make the leap. Who is not sure about wanting to? Okay. There sorry. are some out there. All right. What if I told you uh -huh. you could enter in a subscription program for three months to check it out? Okay. How much is a subscription program? Well, I'm going to get that. Okay. Now, and my other question is... Mm -hmm. um, I know it's a long shot because the holiday season of gifting has already passed. And no, you're not putting a Tesla Model S underneath your tree even now. No, I'm just asking for the driveway. I mean, I don't want you to pull it into my house. Mm -hmm. That's not. But in my driveway, my birthday is in February. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, hint, hint, uh -huh. nudge, nudge. Uh, Tesla um, Model S, though. Is it only for the Model S or could I okay, do it for well, the SUV? Well, there's good news and there's bad news. Of course there is. Um, the name of the company is called Borrow. <laughs> it, really it's called borrow not steal sasha borrow i mean it, 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 it is one of the few subscription short-term rental models available uh, and it's exclusively for electric vehicles that's right uh with terms as short as three months okay it's been around only now for about a year and a half yes um and you can uh lease from three months to nine months they give you, they loan you a, ho a home charging station for that duration, mm -hmm. and you get issued monthly charging credits from a charge point and EVgo stations. Now, you can opt for different plans. They've got everything. They, they pick the cars. They literally, the officials from Borrow literally go out and handpick the electric vehicles for the fleet that they're going to use for the subscription programs. Now, okay. Is this national or is this just in California? Uh, unfortunately, just in Las Vegas, Los Angeles. I'm yeah, sorry. I thought so. But, I but hold on, but guys. hold on. You can go from mm -hmm. a college student's campus plan. Uh, you can go to the city plan. Mm -hmm. Or you could go to a premium plan. Okay, shoot the numbers at me. How okay, much but is hold on. Uh. Your Model S that mm -hmm. you asked about is the company's new platinum plan. Of course it Now, is. if you're a broke student, uh, you can you can uh, rent a smart car for between one hundred ninety nine and two ninety nine a month. That's I, hundreds of dollars. Okay. Now, first of all, um, I think it's cute that they're trying to uh, to insert one of those little scooters with like a plastic tarp over it and try and pass it off <laughs> no, as like no, a smart no. car. Well, that's a smart. That's a smart car. A now their next plan up uh -huh. is the city car, which is a Fiat five hundred e. Isn't that the or same a thing Nissan as a Leaf? Scooter? Oh, wow. Ouch. <laughs> now, 
If you and that's between three hundred and ninety nine to four hundred ninety nine a month. Ouch. Okay, but that. that's the, ouch. The Nissan Leaf that gets a whopping how many miles? About a hundred, but in twenty nineteen, <laughs> it probably double. Oh, but okay. we'll we'll see at the auto shows. Right now, premium mm-hmm. BMW i three oh, or Volkswagen e Golf mm. five twenty four to six twenty four a month. Now remember we were talking about uh, Volvo having a problem with their Care by Volvo plan in California. Yep. Yeah. Insurance is not included in these prices. Oh. But you can shop through recommended providers and tack the premium on your monthly payment. That's how they get around it. Yeah. Now, to answer your question, mm-hmm. Tesla Model S. Yeah. Yeah, you might want to hold on to something. Okay. $1,499 a month. Are they? Are- uh, here's the killer part. Uh. They are actually their exact words. Availability is not guaranteed because demand currently exceeds supply. They actually said coordinating for the Model S clients is almost a separate business. Even at that price. Okay. So how much is a Model S payment wise? That's what we... Oh, if you were to buy one? Yeah. Well, look. (laughs) Yeah. In that vicinity. Is it comparable to what I would argue? Yeah. Well, I would argue this is probably a little higher. But honestly, you're looking at a Model S, so it's going to run you in the mid 70s to about a hundred thousand dollars, depending on the model. Right, and then uh, twenty dollars per thousand. You're going to look at more than likely um, a five year payment, six year payment. Right. With probably ten percent down, so you're about ten grand down. You're financing probably six to eighty thousand dollars over six years. Yeah, you're going to be paying uh, even in today's money. You're going to be awful close to I'm guessing eight ninety nine to a thousand a month, depending. So, so it's, it's going to be a little more, but here's the difference. The $1,499 uh-huh. is temporary. You can drive it three months, you're done. Right. As opposed to, yeah, if that was, I was going to pay this for the next six years, yeah, I don't think so. Right. But this is, I'm not sure, I want an exposure. To me, it's a low-cost way of getting into a luxury electric vehicle. And here's the best part. You won't complete a credit application for a lease. Oh. Yeah. Uh, but you also don't get a chance to, to test drive what they've got. You'll have to go to the dealer to do that. But they figure, in essence, what they're doing is doing the electric uh, car industry a favor by providing an extended test drive in the way of a short-term lease, particularly if you're making the leap into electric for the first time. So food for thought there, but I wanted to share that with you because I thought it was right up your alley. Uh, but borrow, if you're in California... Even if you're going to be there uh, as a tourist, uh, even temporarily, chances are, though, the Tesla Model S, not so much. When we return, Autonomous Vehicles Readiness Index. Don't touch that dial. Real facts, real opinions, real talk. You're listening to Roadworthy Drive. your directions from Gulf. Stop in at the nearest Gulf station. Pick up a tour guide request card. Fill it out. Tell us where you want to go and how. Mail it. Now Gulf goes to work. They know where the roads are closed, where the construction is. They know the best motels, hotels, places to see. 
They pack up the information, ship it back. Free. All you have to do is read it, get in your car, and go. On a trip tailor-made for you. It all began where your driving takes a turn for the best. At the sign of the orange disc. You're tuned to Roadworthy Drive, America's premier mobility news and technology talk show. Thank you for dropping by. We are Ken and Sasha in studio, belted in and turned up for this hour's journey. Mm -hmm. We are, though. We are, though, because, mm -hmm. I mean, we have to be are careful of the bumpy roads and so forth. We have to be safety at all times when this show is underway. Yes. That is yes. according to the suits. And uh, according to what we are going to be going into right indeed, now. Indeed, indeed. Um, the report we're talking about is called the Autonomous Vehicles Readiness Index Report. Right. It's produced by a company called KPMG. It's one of the big four auditing firms in the United States and around the world. And it, this report was created to assess countries' openness and preparedness for autonomous vehicles. So we're going to talk a little bit, a bit, a little bit about what it's about and why they did it. Okay, so as they are actually getting this all put together, mm -hmm. um, when they're talking about with this report, they are talking about the ability of the technology in the country. That's part of it. Laws that would allow the expansion. Policy and legislation. Okay. Mm -hmm. They're also talking, do they get into the public opinion at all? Infrastructure and consumer acceptance. These are the consumer four, acceptance, these are that's the four what it is. pillars yeah. that they feel is integral to the adoption and integration of autonomous vehicles. Absolutely. Which is, again, policy and legislation, mm -hmm. technology and innovation, infrastructure and consumer acceptance yeah and in a lot of cases it seems that the two downfalls for the top 20 countries and it talked about 20 countries is infrastructure tends to be a problem and consumer acceptance which is not totally surprising uh, considering it how fast this technology is evolving that you know we've looked at recent surveys here in the United States where even though electric vehicles are out, and even though we talk about electric vehicles all the time, that consumer knowledge, consumer awareness of electric vehicles is still fairly low. And this is amazing because in the next five years, automakers that sell vehicles in the United States of America are going to bring over 400 different electric models to the marketplace. Wow. Four. 100 plus hybrids and pure electrics and the whole industry is moving towards electrics and here's why mm -hmm. one emissions two economy three uh climate change and the fact that the world is moving that way yeah so the automakers have a decision to make whether you like it or not in statistics, the United States of America is the second largest automobile, new automobile market in the world. China's number one. In the next two years, India will be number three. Yep. Between China and India, you have almost a third of the world's population in those two countries alone. So I'm wondering, who has the bargaining chips? Yeah, thank Thank you. But ya. here's the surprise. You know, you talk about this, and we talked about this a little bit, mm -hmm. but yet. here's the other thing. Uh-huh. Um, they believe, when doing the study, that low-cost mobility provided by autonomous vehicles will bring benefits in productivity, income, and quality of life. 
but of course it will bring major challenges. Yes, it will. Uh, ensuring that autonomous vehicles are safe and our roads and cities are built with autonomous vehicles in mind. This study is actually aimed at municipalities and, and state and federal governments in across countries. Well, we have talked about the fact that, you know, and I was watching this really, really cool documentary that once said that streets were b built for people. Mm -hmm. um, and then the car came mm -hmm. and then the streets were built for the cars. Right. Mm -hmm. And then what happened was, is that our communities, our cities, our our everything was built around not the people who lived there or the shops or the innkeepers or anything. It was all built around the idealism and the acceptance of the human-driven car. Well, if you look at the United States and you look at the eastern cities, which were primarily built hundreds of years before the development of the car, and you go west as the states get closer, states that maybe got statehood uh, 50, 60 years before the vehicle, and all the cities that were developed after the fact, you see a, more, a larger accommodation and more space uh, for vehicles. In other words, where L.A. was more car driven yeah new york boston the older cities i mean new york's coming up on 400 years old yeah that's uh, true were built uh in a different time and largely settled in a different area so we're talking infrastructure and here's a big thing this study emphasized that planning for an autonomous vehicle future is important because it's not a question of if but when Autonomous vehicles become commonplace. And we're not talking 30 years out, folks. No. We're seeing the experiments and the actual start of it this year, 2019, and it's going to only increase as we go forward. Another point that they make, partnerships between government and the private sector can speed technology development. Yeah. And that's kind of a thorny thing in the United States because you're trying to take government and capitalism and somehow come together to meet public policy objectives. So it's a challenge for us, but it's important to engage all what they call the stakeholders, government, business, and believe it or not, the citizens of the country. All things that are important with the autonomous vehicle planning because it's going to impact so many different parts of our future. Uh, think uh, neighborhoods, yeah, streets, but do you things think like that. With the United States being how it is, I mean, with government working with uh, the private sector in America, everything's all about the almighty dollar. Who is going to be able to make money off of this idea? Mm -hmm. Whereas other countries, um, they're not necessarily thinking that they're necessarily thinking about this is the wave of the future that could possibly take out that cost mm -hmm. from our families and that money can go elsewhere. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. And I don't think America has really wrapped their mind around the fact that, wait, so it's going to be like air, like free, like not cost them anything. Maybe not free, but consider long distance phone service. Yeah. I mean, oh, yes. I mean, there's an example. <laughs> yeah. Phone companies used to make a fortune on that. Today, it's literally free. Free. Yeah. I mean, it literally is. Yet we've got more choice than ever before. I mean, unlimited phone service. Who would have thought of it? Long distance uh, and the prices compared to what it was and compared to all the investment they had made down through the years. Yep. So, you know, there's things to think about. And we're going to take this a little further uh, when we come back. Now, coming up next, rankings. The top 20 countries, top to bottom, and it didn't turn out like you think. 
So stay tuned and find out. Real facts, real opinions, real talk. This is Roadworthy Drive. Real facts, real opinions, real talk. Happy New Year! Happy New Year! This is Roadworthy Drive. We are Ken Chester and Sasha Little. So glad you made it through the holidays okay and that you're able to spend some time together with us. Now, wait. I have a question, though. Yes. I want to hear what everybody's New Year's resolution, and more importantly, sir, what was your New Year's resolution? I don't do New Year's resolutions. Why? Do you not? No. You don't have this thing that you've been putting off for no. through 365 days no. times five? No. No? No. Ah, right. Never did believe in them. What about you? Uh, I want to have an electric vehicle by the end of the year. Okay. Well, you're not picky. I'm not. Okay. As long as it doesn't have a big T on front for Tesla? I, I would settle for a Tesla. I'm sure you would. I mean, I would actually love, you know, the uh, the, the Rivion if we wanted to be. The truck. Yeah. Well, you know what? <laughs> I'm just saying. Until they get into production, <laughs> you do not want the one prototype they have. They're not I giving mean, it to you. I mean, I would take it, though. No, no repair, no support, no nothing. I, I would still take it. Yeah, no. It would look beautiful in my driveway. And that's all it would be able to do, though. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, folks, this hour, <laughs> we're still talking about the Autonomous Vehicles Readiness Index Report, and which ranks the top 20 countries on autonomous vehicle readiness. And uh, we're going to get back to that in a moment. Uh, but first, if you want to learn more about the show... Check out RoadworthyDrive.com. We have all sorts of information there from podcasts or past shows to information about how and where to find us on social media and so much more. Now, recently, Sasha has redesigned the site. Sasha, tell me about it. Well, I decided to do a time with Sasha. I've been talking with a number of you guys. Either uh, you found me on Facebook, Dan. That was also fun. Uh, Jennifer reached out to me on Snapchat. We had a nice little conversation. So... Um, I did a time with Sasha page. Is it um, this time with Sasha right now? Kind of. It's kind of, but people want more. They want more, more of me. More Sasha? Yes. Oh, my. So on there, I have been slow to load this up because WordPress did this weird update, so I'm not quite getting that. But I'm going to be loading up the uh, the Wheels of Non-Consent, mm -hmm. uh, the past videos. I'm hoping in the next couple of weeks that's actually going to start up again uh, so I could start borrowing <clears throat> cars. Yeah, return, return uh, And um, so that's basically what we're going on. We want to make the, the website more personable so that way, you know, you guys reach out and it's great talking with you. I love doing the text message exchange, but I really wanted something that would give you guys something more intimate knowledge of, you know, Ken and I. And, the and, show. and new pictures. And new pictures. Yes, they turned out so well. I mm -hmm. love them. New pictures. You're going to want to check that out. Yes. Now, for those of you who are truly mobile, you can also find us on Google Play, Podcast IA, and Blueberry Podcasting. Yes. So uh, be sure to check us out. Getting back to this report. Now, in fairness, I have to say it was issued in March of 2018. So it's almost a year old. And right. I'm I'm expecting a new report to come out in a few months. Well, and we had talked about it. Now is a great time to bring this up because we had actually talked about it over the summer just a little bit. We didn't go really into detail, um, but we had talked about it like right around June, July. So right now, this retouch is an excellent time because here in the next couple months, we're going to have this same report, but 
one step further. So it'll be interesting to see what they have compared to what we had last or with this report, what has happened, which direction they're going. Because as you well know, Ken, when it comes to technology Mm -hmm. with the automotive or technology period, I mean, if you buy something six months later, it's outdated. It is. So, well, let's let me start with the top 10 countries most prepared for the future of autonomous transportation uh, that were researched by this study. Top 10 top out 10. of 20. Okay. Top 10, starting with 10. Uh-huh. South Korea. Number nine, New Zealand. Number eight, the United Arab Emirates. Number seven, Canada. Oh. Number six, and this is a surprise, Germany. Did I mention number six? You would have thought that was higher. I would have too, considering all the... Uh... Number five? The United Kingdom. Uh, no. Believe I, it or not, no. number five, yes. No. Well, I, say I what am you will. Alternative facts, sir. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> number four, folks, Sweden. Hmm. 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 Number three. Yeah, I'm noticing we haven't said in the United States yet. Number three. Uh-huh. The United States. Yeah, no. This is uh, a bot. This is a bot no, list, No, no, sir. no, no, honey. This no. is a bot list. No, no, no. Someone that, paid some really serious money. No, that's cute, but no. <laughs> Number two, Singapore. Now, it's important to note, Singapore was actually the first country ever, or I guess a city-state if you want to call it that, mm-hmm. uh, that launched <laughs> an autonomous vehicle, an mm. MIT spin-out called Newtonomy. Oh, yeah. Remember them? Yep, yep. They were the actual first, first. ever in the world ever done there. Yep. And we're going to expand to Boston. Surprise, surprise. Number one country in the world uh-huh. best prepared mm-hmm. for the future of autonomous transportation. You, you care to want to guess? Uh, I mean, you've already knocked out who would have been my top players, though. Mm-hmm. Like, you and seriously there were some knocked people them out. that are not mentioned. And we'll talk about that I don't know if I want to say, like, Japan no. or China. No. Really? Really. Well, yeah. Okay, so is there anything this country is known for? Water. What? Water. 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 Dams. I I got nothing. The Netherlands. What? Number one. What? The clear leader. Okay, but in that report, didn't they say they only scored nine out of twenty? Uh, no. Netherlands number one. No, no, no. But in the beginning of the port where they were talking about the New ne- Zealand. Oh, New Zealand was uh-huh. nine out of twenty. Uh-huh. Yeah. Now, the point is, who was not in the top ten? Is China. Japan. Yeah. China. Yeah. Finland, which has the most autonomous ready connected city, Helsinki, no. wasn't there. Can we talk about France? The one where they're banning um France is number thirteen. So they're not Japan is number eleven. That. Off. China is number 16 out of Ooh, 20. Ooh, that's got to hurt. And uh, Russia? Yeah. 18. Ooh. Mexico? 19. That's got to Bottom of the list? India. I mean, China, what's going on that, you know, Australia beat you? Uh, <laughs> I mean, and Austria. Honestly, Austria uh, infrastructure. Be- Austria beat France. Yeah. I just, I'm like. Infrastructure. <sighs> infrastructure is what blew them up. Their okay. infrastructure is hurting. And that is one of the four pillars. If your infrastructure is not in line, it's a problem. Now, where did the why wasn't the United States number one? You might ask. Uh, people. Uh, no. Well, two things. Yes. Road quality. 
Oh, yes. Yes. And a low rating <laughs> of public acceptance. Yeah. Of um, e- of uh, autonomous vehicles. Those two things, remember, four pillars, and uh, those two things kind of killed us. Now, they will say the U.S. leads in autonomous vehicle innovation, ranked at the top of technology and innovation. Oh. But, but um, the problem is legislation oh, yeah. and infrastructure. Yeah. That's, that's what really killed it. Because, you know, our roads are like, you know, let's just put some asphalt over there. Well, we've <laughs> got... we Fix it. We've got money to spend. It's been an ongoing issue. Mm-hmm. The country who developed the interstate highway system yeah, uh, now needs the money to keep this stuff going and upgrade it. Yep. And it's been an incurring thing. And anybody that realizes that uh, good infrastructure is imperative and a modernized infrastructure imperative for the success of autonomous vehicles, which does everything from lead the, read the lines on the road to interacting with traffic lights. Uh, smart signs and other information along the way that would help autonomous drivers. Finally, where do we go from here? We talk about some conclusions. Sit tight. Real facts, real opinions, real talk. We are Roadworthy Drive. If you're just tuning in, this is the fourth and final segment for this hour of Roadworthy Drive. We are Ken and Sasha. So glad you are here. Before we get to the last part of this topic for the hour, a programming note. During the second hour, and yes, Virginia, there is a second hour of Roadworthy Drive. <laughs> if your favorite radio station doesn't carry it, ask. There is a new installment of Tech with Sasha featuring my enlightened co-host, Sasha Little. Ain't that right, Sasha? Yes, and I get to talk about what I feel is the latest technology. About mobility. That has to somehow tether in to mobility. Mobility, yes. Yeah, and when he says mobility, folks. Mobility. He means automotive. Not necessarily. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you, you no, make we, me tether it we, because we if have I'm, talked about other things. If I'm wearing the latest wearable and I'm trying to tell people about the latest wearable and the amount of information that it takes, technically, since I'm wearing it and I'm walking, I am mobile. Mm, that's a stretch there. Right? Anyway, so you get where I'm going with uh, this, folks. Robo plants last week. <laughs> that's all I got. I don't understand how you got to do robo plants and I had to do three because stories. Because it has wheels and it moved. <laughs> Mobile. <laughs> it's mobile. Anyway, if you want to check out the late, the second hour, you can go to our website, roadworthydrive.com. That actually has all of our shows on there. Mm-hmm. Or you can also go to uh, you know Google Play, Podcast IA, or Blueberry uh, Podcast, and we are also there, too. Okay, then. Back to Autonomous Vehicles Readiness Index Report. <laughs> the question is... Where do we go from here? But before we do that, let me read this to you. Okay. Um, The study conclusion says the pace of development of autonomous vehicles is breathtaking. And that's true. Uh, Now, autonomous vehicles are being piloted in a number of countries, running on public roads. Yep. A handful of cities, but happening. And the thing that that we need to impress on you is it's not an issue of when. I mean, it's not an issue of if. It's an issue of when. Well, I mean, let me be the person to just point out one sore aspect that is my defining 
piece of evidence when it comes to autonomous vehicles. Okay. Autonomous vehicles in the last year have been on public streets, either with or without passengers. Um, Normally with a safe guard, their words, not mine, driver there, quote unquote, just in case. Worthless. Worthless. And they have killed how many people? One. One person. Mm-hmm. How many vehicular deaths have we had in one country? In the United States? In the United States. Between 35 and 40,000. Right. And just because you are the king of statistics, could you enlighten on how many of those deaths are caused because of driver? Driver error or driver action, 94%. Thank you. Thank you. So, I mean, I get that, you know, people are scared of what might or what will happen and change makes everybody feel all, oh, my goodness. But by the same token, autonomous vehicles have been on public streets with or without passengers with one death. And in the last six years. Right. Let me, since we're throwing statistics and numbers. Absolutely. Let me give you this. Companies, including the dominant vehicle makers, technology giants, and specialist startups, have invested, this is just the United States, Uh $50 billion, that's Mm. billion with a B, over the last five years to develop autonomous vehicle technology. And you'll like this, Sasha. What do you got? 70% of the spending came from outside the automotive sector. Oh, yeah. Oh, I mean, it's one of those things where we've talked about BlackBerry. Mm -hmm. We've talked about... uh, Oh, um, in Gia. I mean, so many um, Mm. different technology, you know, companies, companies. we're not talking about that, but um, so many like Google (laughs) through their Waymo subsidiary. This is true. This is true. Here's Amazon. Yes. Here's the thing. Dyson. Um, What? Yes. (laughs) Yes. And, And they're building a factory right now in, I believe, in Singapore. I thought it was in Singapore, yeah. Yep. Now, here's one thing in terms, they believe, the Mm -hmm. industry believes, that autonomous vehicles could eliminate 90 to 90%, 90 to 95% of road accidents. Yeah. Here's some more. Uh Uh-huh. Assuming they are electric, they should also reduce road pollution, improving citizens' health. Yep. Another thing that we don't talk about nearly enough Mobility benefits to people who are unable to drive at present, including the elderly who do not own a car and those who live in rural areas who do not have adequate public transport. Hello. And here's another, Mm -hmm. since we're throwing out statistics and numbers. Yes. The hours spent driving, which now become productive, create a potentially gigantic economic boost. Yes, they do. One study in the United States estimated that the U.S. economy... Fully autonomous mm-hmm. could see an uplift of one point three trillion dollars a year, and I could fully understand that because uh, that's trillion with a T, people. Right? I mean, and I could totally understand that because here's the thing: you're no longer tired when you get to work and have to take that hour downtime to actually wake up. Well, you'd be um, working theoretically the minute you got in the vehicle. Oh no, no, they're not going to take some that people, from me. Some people some people would. Well, do some that. people would. But I'm just saying, I think it would be preposterous um for a company to expect you to work as soon as you got into the car. But here's my other thing. That's happening now. I'm wondering how much of that is including 
the ads that they are going to be paying for that, you know, all over these, the windows and the display, because you don't need to see to go out. So now there's ads all over all the time and you can pay for the ads to shut up. Depending if you're buying the car or sharing it as a service. Right. If you're sharing it with a service, ads. Mm -hmm. If you own the vehicle, the autonomous vehicle, not so much. Possibly. Not not so much. Right. But there's a lot of challenges for governments. Oh, gosh, Uh, yes. Electric, autonomous vehicles, Mm -hmm. no gasoline tax. Yeah. Um, Licenses uh, become an issue. Yep. Um, Road, I mean, traffic regulations, everything becomes obsolete. Well, and what's going to happen to, I mean, where are we going to find the funding for our... For our road repairs and such like that. I mean, well, it's... do bear in mind, in a fully autonomous world, fewer vehicles are going to be on the road. So less wear and tear. Less wear and tear. Yeah. So there's a lot of questions to answer. The bottom line of the study is, however, is that don't wait. You got a plan. There's billions of dollars at stake. And it's going to require every stakeholder, be it commuters, be it pedestrians, be it uh, riders, uh, governments, and business. Because there's a whole infrastructure built around the fossil fuel uh, self, you know, people driving cars, that's going away. Yeah. That's completely and utterly going away. And just in time for hybrids to actually look cool. Yeah, only they're not going to. Well, folks, that's all we have for this hour. On behalf of Sasha and myself, thanks for listening. Bye, folks. Roadworthy Drive is a copyrighted presentation of the Roadworthy Drive radio network. Any rebroadcast, retransmission, or any other use is prohibited without the written consent of Roadworthy Drive Productions Incorporated.